0: This message is brought to you by The Covenant Nation. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. Is anybody excited to be in the house of God this morning? Some of you don't look very excited. I don't know what, what, what you think you came to do at Wolfbeck 2024. Hallelujah, Let me hear somebody shout, shout unto the Lord. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. It's an exciting always exciting to be at at um, well, formerly Wolfbeck now, Wolfbeck. I don't know what the name will change again. No. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But, um, you know, I was just listening to Pastor Paju's message even before I came out. And uh, it just occurred to me that, you know, every time I have listened to you speak, right, I have learned something new. Every time. It's amazing. And it doesn't look like that when you start speaking but somehow you know you are loaded that's what i'm going to say you are loaded yeah you know not just by you know you have precept but you have you know you've had you have experience and that makes it so rich when you speak honestly i want to really uh, appreciate that that's a gift to the body of christ hallelujah Let's clap our hands well and appreciate Pastor Boju Glory to Jesus Hallelujah Praise the Lord Amen And you know he has uh, He made the right choice Amen I don't want any bad belly around here If you want to clap, clap well Praise the Lord Hallelujah He married the right person amen just right for him yes i think she she has a special grace to understand him she understands him i can tell hallelujah praise the lord clap your hands please for first lady the first lady of covenant nation come on if you're clapping clap well. glory to jesus I want to appreciate you guys And I want to appreciate you for the honor I don't take it for granted to come here And minister Thank you so much God bless you, thank you Hallelujah Yes, yes, before you sit down I want you just to celebrate my wife My wife, my wife Hallelujah My wife of 29 years Hallelujah Glory to God she's a good wife I was telling them in church that I've had 29 years to make an assessment and I can tell you that she has passed Hallelujah Praise the Lord Amen Let's lift our hands to God Father we thank you in the name of Jesus thank you for what we have heard already how you have started we open our hearts even oh God from glory to glory we receive by faith all that you have for us at this conference, in Jesus' name, Amen. You may be seated, thank you. Turn your Bibles with me to Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Romans chapter 1 and verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes which means to experience the power of the gospel you have to believe amen quickly please let's appreciate all the ministers in the house all the pastors in the house thank you so much for being here glory to god it is the power of god please put on screen yes power of god to salvation for everyone who believes so there's something about believing that connects us to god's power Go, go ahead please the scripture for the jew first and also for the greek next verse for in it the righteousness of god is revealed from faith to faith as it is written the judge shall live by faith actually what it says in the original where he's quoting from it says the judge shall live by his own faith you cannot live by secondhand faith you cannot live by somebody's faith you can learn from them but you have to have a personal conviction Say amen, somebody. Go back to the scripture, please. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. So something is revealed when we hear the true gospel. Something is revealed. What is revealed? The righteousness of God. What is the righteousness of God? I'll just, you know, make it simple. It's, It's what is right according to God's standard hallelujah there's something that is right according to god's standard it is revealed in the gospel some things are wrong and some things are right who determines right help me somebody who determines right god if it's not right by god it's not right so when you hear the gospel you're not going to hear that which is wrong you're going to hear that which is right say amen glory be to Jesus hallelujah some things are wrong amen how many of you know it's wrong for a man to marry a man uh, you don't sound like you are convinced hallelujah say amen oh how many of you know sickness is wrong? if it was right you would have a hospital somewhere in heaven or you have at least somewhere in heaven where people are sick you know this teaching about you know, um, you know sickness God gave me sickness to humble me we have to be careful how we approach that kind of teaching hallelujah because if God gave you sickness to humble you then why did you collaborate with a doctor to remove what God gave you to humble you <laughs> hello somebody if God gave you the headache to teach you humility Then please don't buy Panadol Because you are going against the will of God Say amen If God is giving you sickness to teach you More teachings in our own character Then what you should pray for Lord give me more because I need more Character Say amen How many of you know Poverty is wrong Now some people have to pass through a phase To get somewhere But that phase is not the perfect will of God It's like the wilderness They had to leave Egypt and get into the wilderness And then get into the promised land right? But the wilderness was a passage It wasn't the promise Say amen somebody If poverty was right Then you at least have a ghetto somewhere in heaven Am I correct? And when you get to heaven they'll take you around Show you the wealthy areas And then show you the ghetto areas amen thy will be done where on earth as it is where in heaven so if it's not right in heaven it's not right on earth say amen Amen. glory to Jesus then there's this thing about about our lives the perfect will of God for us each person and and I picked on that when pastor was speaking each person has a unique assignment Your assignment is right for you. Say amen. Amen. No two people have identical assignments. You can have two people called in the same category. But it's never identical. Because even when God recreated each of us. He did so and programmed an assignment in each person. So there's a uniqueness when it comes to God's perfect will. And so, you have to find the perfect will of God for you to live right. If you're not in a perfect will of God, and like Pastor Paju said, maybe you saw somebody else doing something and just decided to do what the person is doing, then you're not living right. You see, the gospel is light. And when the light is on, you start to see God's righteousness, you start to appreciate God's standard hallelujah so that when you are believing god for something you are believing god for something which is right not something which is what somebody else is doing but something which is right for you say amen Amen. say i believe god for that which is right for me it's like husband and wife looking for wife looking for husband you can't just see some guy that you like because he's tall, dark, handsome, and has a long Jeep. And then you claim him. You can't claim him if it's not for you. Say amen. amen. It doesn't matter how many confessions you make or prophetic declarations. If it's not yours, it's, if he's not yours, it's not yours. Say amen. amen. Hallelujah. So we have to. In other words, for us to really live the life of faith, it means we have to learn how to be led by the Holy Spirit because it leads us according to that which is right. Say amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, what I've noticed is throughout the scriptures, there's this matter of faith. God is big on faith. God is huge on faith you find, you know, for instance, you find that it was because Abraham believed God that righteousness was put to his credit because he believed God. you find that the reason why the children of Israel could not enter the promised land, the first batch, was, a, was because of their unbelief. And the scriptures in Hebrews calls it an evil heart of unbelief. Because there are two kinds of unbelief There's unbelief that comes out of ignorance You didn't have enough information Then there's unbelief because of hardness of the heart you, are, you have heard and you have heard and you have heard and you have heard But you have not made the decision to believe what you have heard And it causes an evil heart of unbelief And because of that, they couldn't enter the promised land And it affects your behavior People who are in this state of unbelief complain a lot they are always complaining hallelujah glory to Jesus how many of you know that even you are not even allowed to be complaining about Nigeria I have only 10% of you that means 90% are complainers hallelujah we are not supposed to complain we are supposed to speak the right words over our nation And if we speak the right words as the church, God will use our words and begin to change the nation. We cannot depend on someone, right, anybody to fix a nation. It is a church that God looks to when God wants to exalt a nation. Amen. So we have to learn how to become people of faith even when it comes to our nation. Glory to God. Now before I go on, there are certain things the Lord spoke to me this morning as I was praying. And I just felt I should let you know so so that you can latch your faith onto it as i was praying the lord said to me that there's some chronic situations that will come to an end within the first quarter of 2024 chronic it's been around for some time It, it, it might be it might be a form of sickness or it might be just a problem that has persisted and the lord says if you can just believe and you can just release yourself to the holy ghost before the end of this first quarter, you won't find it again. Say amen. amen. The second thing I said was, there's coming strategic alignments for destiny fulfillment. Amen. Strategic alignments for destiny fulfillment. And it's going to start this week. Amen. I wish I had a ladder, amen. amen. The, these, these, these alignments will include people and opportunities. Hallelujah! Amen. Sometimes some of you will come out. It'll come like a sh- like shock out of nowhere. Somebody will call you, say "Amen." Yeah. Somebody will send you an email. Yeah. Hallelujah! Yeah. Then I heard this. The Lord says, "Pain, pain, P-A-I-N is being dealt with." There's some people have cried out to God because of pain, physical pain and emotional pain and the Lord says it's has been dealt with before the end of this conference, if you can believe you will notice the pain has gone. I wish I had a strong Amen if you've never experienced pain you won't understand what I'm talking about pain can be a major distraction Hallelujah and, and physical pain, yes, but sometimes emotional pain and, and the Holy Spirit can go deep inside and fix that pain supernaturally say Amen then i heard this financial offer i don't know who you are but it's not just one person right but this offer is going to come before the end of this month and it's and it's going to be an incredible offer say amen and you will have a witness in your spirit a strong witness hallelujah it's going to come before the end of january say amen you know the good thing about God is even when God is releasing such words to some people in particular, God is so magnanimous that somebody else can just be looking at it and collect his own. Say amen. So if I was you, I'd just collect mine. Glory to Jesus. Then I had this relief from unseen forces of stagnation. Hallelujah. They're going to be uprooted and removed by angels. Glory to God. And then the result will be unusual progress. Unusual speed. Within the first two months of this year. January and February, you will notice an unusual speed. Glory to Jesus Christ. Say amen. And then I heard this. The Lord said, we're to change... A death sentence yeah so we're going to speak life and we're going to change that death sentence it's a death sentence but we cancel it let's rise to our feet and do that now I want you to speak life in the name of Jesus, we pronounce life. Where there was a death sentence, we pronounce life. We pronounce life. We cancel the death sentence and we pronounce life. Let me hear you shout 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 life. Let me hear, you shout, life. Let me hear you shout life. One more time, shout life. No death, no death, no death, no death, no death death, in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and thank Him. Lift your hands. Thank you, Father. Thank you. We thank you for life. 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 life. Somebody's receiving life. Somebody's receiving life. Somebody's receiving life. Somebody's receiving life in your mind, in your body. are receiving life in your organ. Receive life. Receive life. Receive life. Receive life in your family. Receive life with your children. Receive life. Receive life. Where there was a death, we replace it with life. We replace death with life. 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 Be quickened, be quickened, be quickened by the life of God. Be quickened by the life of God. Be quickened by the life of God. Be quickened, be quickened, be quickened. Hallelujah. Lay your hand on your head. I command your entire body to be quickened by the life of God. I command every cell in your body, every tissue, every organ, every bone, every muscle. I command all the fluids of your body be quickened, be quickened, be quickened, be quickened. I away every affliction. I cast away every affliction. I cast away every affliction in the name of Jesus. I terminate every satanic assignment. I terminate every satanic assignment in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah! Glory be to God. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Glory to Jesus tell three people congratulations happy new year you may be seated hallelujah so this faith issue is not new it's just that God expects us now to take it to the next dimension and I'll explain us who are born again born of the spirit are expected to raise the standard When it comes to our faith life. But it's not new. I mean, if you read through the scriptures, read between the lines, you'll find the story of the Bible is not just a story of grace, it's a story of faith. Actually, faith puts a lot of responsibility on us. And sometimes people just want it to be like God is responsible for everything. And that's a problem. Because God wants you to participate in your success. Understanding what I'm saying, so faith means that I have a responsibility. You see, grace is God's responsibility, but faith is mine. Now, He will help me, or He will help me, but I still have to make decisions of faith. Glory to God! That's why it says, Walk by faith. We walk by faith, He gives us grace, but we do the walking, we have to walk by faith. So it's your responsibility to walk by faith. I'll give an example. If you go to Daniel chapter 6, we know the story of Daniel, how Daniel was put in a lion's den, right? And then the lions, for some reason, the lions did not eat him. And I'm going to prove to you, the lions were hungry. So it wasn't as if the lions were well fed. The lions were very hungry. And the lions did not eat him. Right? Somebody say, well, that's grace. Well, grace, yes. But how do we access grace? By faith. By faith, we access this grace in which we stand. Watch this. All right. So, uh, I think it's Nebuchadnezzar, right? Was it Nebuchadnezzar that put him in a den? Huh? Darius. Darius, okay. So, Darius shows up because Darius didn't want him to die. Darius actually liked him, all right? So, in the morning... Darius fasted overnight for Daniel. In the morning he ran. Look at Daniel 6 and 22. Daniel 6, 22. Glory to Jesus. Watch this. It says, so he asked Daniel, are you still alive? All right. Look at what Daniel says. He says, my God sent his angel, right, and shut the lion's mouth so that they have not hurt me. Because I was found innocent before him And also king I have done no wrong before you Alright now watch this Go to the next the next line Now the king was exceedingly glad for him And commanded that they should take Daniel up out So Daniel was taken Was taken up out of the den And no injury whatever was found on him Because what? He believed It was his faith That enabled the grace To work for him the grace of God held the lion's mouth. The lions could not eat him up, but it was his faith. In other words, while he was in the dead, he believed God. He believed God. Hallelujah. Now, see what happened in the next, the next line. The next line and the king gave the command and they brought those men who had accused Daniel and they cast them into the den of lions them and their children, their wives and the lions overpowered them watch this broke all their bones in pieces before they ever came to the bottom of the den why? the lions were hungry they were very hungry so it wasn't that they were they were not hungry when Daniel came they were hungry but they couldn't open their mouth because Daniel believed Your faith will see you through. I say, your faith will see you through. It will see you through the lion's den. Yes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so those guys came down. What was the difference? They didn't believe. There was a distinction at the line of faith. God does not discriminate based on tribe or age or color. God discriminates based on faith. Did you hear what I said? Glory to Jesus. Now, like I said, in our case, because we are born of God, God expects more from us than what was done in the Old Testament before Jesus came. And I'll tell you why. Go with me to 1 John. 1 John chapter 5, verse 1. 1 John chapter 5, verse 1. Whoever believes that Jesus is a Christ Is born of God How many of you believe that Jesus is a Christ? Let me see your hands. That means you're what? Born of God Now look at verse 4 The same chapter, verse 4 Whatever is born of God Overcomes the world And this is the victory That has overcome the world Our faith So he's letting us know that We are born of God But not just that our faith is born of god say amen somebody your faith is born of god which means as a believer you have a a nature a faith nature that's the same as god you have the god faith nature on the inside of you amen you have a nature of faith that is divine because you're born of god we have this nature you know the nature of god is righteousness it's light life life you know, it's um, it's love But it's also faith And we have that faith In our spirit man We have the faith of God So there's a difference So God actually expects more from us To whom more is given, more is expected God expects more from us Than even those men of faith Who lived before Jesus came Because we now have access To God's own faith That's why when you enter the epistles You won't hear any reference anymore to Little faith You won't tell anymore Because God's faith is not little faith God's faith is the nature of what? Great things Hallelujah Jesus says the same works I do you will do also And greater works than these He was speaking about the new dispensation Greater works based on what? The faith of God on the inside Now we have the faith of God Now God expects us to do the impossible Hallelujah What am I saying? I'm saying it's time for us to move into the zone of possibilities. Yes. Hallelujah. If you can believe all things are possible to him that believes. What did the angel tell Mary? With God, nothing shall be what? Impossible. So we're there now. We have no excuse not to be engaged in the impossibilities. What men call impossible is about to become possible in your life. Say amen. Hallelujah. Because we have what it takes. We have the God faith. We have it. I can believe God. Let me tell you what it means to have the God faith. It means we have, we have the ability to believe like God believes. We have the ability to believe at the God class. We have the ability to believe every word spoken by God. We have the ability to believe it. We can believe anything God says because we have his nature on the inside. Say amen. amen First Timothy chapter 3 verse 13 First Timothy chapter 3 verse 13 For those who have served well as deacons Obtain for themselves a good Standing, watch this And great boldness In the faith, which is where? In Christ There is a faith in Christ We have access to faith in Christ Because we are born of God Say Amen look at Galatians 2 and 20 Galatians 2 and 20 I have been crucified with Christ it is no longer I who live but Christ lives in me and the life which I now live in the flesh I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me fine, nice but that's not the exact translation alright, the translators were being too careful here go back there give me Do you have Young's Literal Translation? you have it? Do they have it? Okay, okay. Okay, yeah, they have it. Wonderful, yeah. Look at it. It says, With Christ I have been crucified, and live no more do I. Christ doth live in me, and that which I now live in the flesh, in the faith I live of the Son of God. I live in his faith. Now, give me the original King James. Watch this. Did you bring your dancing shoes? I said, did you bring your dancing shoes? Hallelujah. Show me. Look, it says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by what? The faith of the Son of God. How come? Because I have the faith of the Son of God. Where? In my spirit. Why? I'm born again. Say, Amen. No, say, I have the faith of the Son of God in me because I am born of God. But it makes sense now, like father, like son or daughter. Hallelujah! Are you getting this? Look at Revelation 14, verse 12. Revelation 14, verse 12. Here is the patience of the saints. Now the saints are those who are sanctified in Christ. Alright. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are those who keep the commandments of God. And watch this. And the faith of Jesus. He says we keep the faith of Jesus. How do we keep the faith of Jesus? When we walk by faith. We are meant to walk by the faith of Jesus. We have his nature. That means you can believe Oh, You can. Maybe you haven't chosen to believe yet. There's nothing that God has said or that God will show you that you cannot believe. Nothing. Are you still here? Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right, look at this. Jude 1 3. Jude 1 3. Jude 1 3. Beloved, when I give all diligence to write unto you. Let me have the New King James. New King James. Beloved, while I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation. So we have a common salvation, right? We're all saved the same way, right? You cannot be saved another way. You're saved because you put your faith in Jesus Christ. Amen. It's a common salvation, right? Watch this. It says, it says, while I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend endlessly for the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints, it was delivered to the saints. Which faith? The faith of the Son of God. I have it, you have it. Amen. We're all equalized. Say amen. All. amen. Look at verse 20. We have quoted this a lot, but just look at this verse 20. That's why I, I love what Pastor Baji said about prayer cannot separate it he says but you beloved building yourselves up on your most holy faith in other words there's a most holy faith right we all have it he referred to it as our common faith right we all have it go back to the scripture please It says building yourselves up on your most holy faith praying in the holy spirit so you have this faith right which is the most holy faith it has to be the most holy faith it is a faith of god hallelujah the most holy faith it says you build on it by prayer you build on that faith that faith is a foundation and then you pray in the Holy Ghost and then you're building on that faith that common faith that that was delivered to us when we got saved say amen Amen. look at uh, 2 Peter 1 Second Peter 1, verse 1. 2 Peter 1, verse 1. Simon Peter, a born servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have obtained, watch this, to those who have obtained what? Like precious faith. Like. Like faith. All of us. What faith is this? The faith of the Son of God. Hallelujah. Notice, it says, Who have obtained like precious faith with us by the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Go to verse 5. Verse 5, the same chapter, verse 5. But but also for this very reason, giving all diligence. Add to your faith, what? Virtue. To virtue, what? Knowledge. To knowledge, what? Self-control. To self-control, what? Perseverance. Perseverance, what? Godliness. Godliness, brotherly kindness, and so on and so forth. But you add to it, the faith is there. The nature is there. It's a nature. It's a nature. Somebody who is not saved, there's, there, there are things they will hear, they will struggle. They will call it foolish. But for you, it's not foolish. Why do you think it's not foolish? Because of the nature you have received. So when God speaks, it's no longer foolishness. But before that time, it sounded foolish. You have a nature. Say amen. Someone say, I have a nature. I have a divine nature. Say, I have the nature of God. And in the nature of God, is his faith nature. Say it. The faith nature of God, I have it. Glory be to God. This should make you feel confident. Confident. Amen. I have a nature that overcomes the world. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Look at Titus chapter 1, verse 1. Titus chapter 1, verse 1. Paul, a born servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect. Right? The faith of God's elect and the acknowledgement of the truth which accords with godliness. Give me verse Verse 4, verse 4, to Titus a true son in our what? Common faith. What faith is this common faith? The faith of the son of God. Hallelujah. Look at Romans 12, verse 3. Romans 12, verse 3. For I say through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you. Not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. But to think soberly as God has dealt or delivered to each one a measure of faith. Now if God deals to us a measure of faith. Where is he getting the faith from? Is it human faith? No. It's his own faith. He has dealt to each one. And now that a measure it's not the best translation. Go back there go back to that scripture just show me Now take me to the uh, King James, original King James. God God has dealt to every man the measure. there's a measure of faith in our spirit. Hallelujah and it's the God faith. All right so if, if, if everything I've said is true, then what is keeping us from doing the impossible? Why is it we're not hearing more and more stories? Why is it we don't have so many testimonies of believers stepping out and doing amazing exploits and doing what Jesus called greater works? I'll tell you why. Two reasons. Number one, you have to, even though you have the nature of faith you have to make a decision to believe having a nature is one thing believing is another thing believing is a conscious decision that you make to accept what you have heard as truth you hear something you have a choice to make will you accept this as a truth or will you say mm, will you allow your mind and your reasoning to kick in And then you start to doubt, well, I don't know, this doesn't quite seem very, very uh, scientific. It may not seem scientific, but don't forget, God is the master scientist. Our science is trying to catch up with God's science. Hallelujah. You have to make up your mind to actually exercise your faith. You have to exercise your faith by, first of all, believing. Somebody said, I must believe. See, believing is a choice. After you have heard, after you have heard, believing becomes a choice. There are things you are going to hear this week. You are going to hear many wonderful things this week. But you have to make a choice based on what you hear to believe it. Amen. Amen. Let me show you. Go to Mark 16 verse 9. I hope you are getting something. Mark 16 verse 9. You have to make a decision to believe. And I noticed quite a number of believers are not making that decision. God cannot believe for you. God has given you the nature. You must exercise that prerogative to believe. Look at Mark 16 verse 9. When he rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast, out, cast seven demons. Next verse. She went and told those who had been with him as they mourned and wept. Next verse. And when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they what? Did not believe. Did he not tell them that he would die and on the third day he'll be raised? Now somebody has seen him and came and told them, I saw him. And they what? Did not believe. They had knowledge. They had heard. But this is hardness of the heart. Amen. Make up your mind that from today you will believe. Do you hear what I said? Believe the word. Believe what God shows you. Believe it. So you will not be in that place for another 10 years. Amen. Let's go on. Glory to Jesus. Go on. Go back to that scripture. Okay. So, after that, he appeared in another form to two of them as they walked and went into the country. Next verse. And they went and told it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. Look at that. They refused to believe. Next verse. Later, he appeared to the leaven as they sat at the table. Watch this. The first thing he did, he rebuked the unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen they did not believe it was a decision this is why many are not seeing the glories that have come hallelujah they are not believing you have a nature but you must exercise that nature and what? believe it must be a decision say amen glory be to God look at John John 20 well no let, let, let's go back there let's go back there let me show you something quickly look at the next verse the next verse no no you went yeah and he said to them go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature this is why he said it like this look at the next verse he who what believes and is baptized will be saved but he who does not believe will not will, will, will be condemned look at the next verse and these signs will follow who? those who believe God is about to manifest signs and wonders in your life but you have to do what believe believe it's a choice look at John 20 verse 24 John 20 verse 24 hallelujah you know when you you know you can come to church and everybody's excited there's there's like a corporate faith you know there's a corporate grace you know it's when you are on your own and you're facing a crisis that's when you know the importance of believing for yourself hallelujah you will now realize that all the stories the man of God was telling you right were good and were meant to be an example but if you don't personalize it you can end up dead amen amen Because this is now you versus the devil. Now, Thomas called the twin. One of the twelve was not with them when Jesus came. He wasn't. Look at the next verse. The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. Now, the rest are telling Thomas, We have seen the Lord. Watch this. So he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and put my hand into his side i will not i will not i will not i swear <laughs> and then unbelief makes you wicked you want to put your hand into his side and be touching his organs and until I put my hand inside the side, I, I will not believe. I will not. Pride. It's connected to pride. I will not. God says something. You say, I will not believe. You may not say it outwardly, but that's what you say on the inside. I will not believe. Until this happens, and this happens, and this happens, I will not believe. That's what it says. You know, you talked about, you know, idolatry. Self. Decision God said this, but still, until I see one, two, three, I will not believe. Then, no signs, amen. No miracles. Go ahead, he says, go, go back, go back, go back to that verse before. He says, I, I put my hand into his side, I will not believe. See, we have to repent of unbelief if we're going to do the impossible we have to repent of unbelief if we're going to move mountains we have to repent of unbelief glory to god we have to go to god and say lord i'm sorry you said this to me 10 years ago i did not believe and i'm still here after eight days, his disciples were again inside. Thomas with them. Jesus came, the doors being shut and stood in the midst and said, peace to you. Next verse. Then he said to Thomas, reach your finger. Oh, yeah, bring that your hand. Say sure you want to touch my liver. Eh? Bring your hand. He says, reach your finger here look at my hands. Reach your hand here. Can you imagine Jesus? Be graphic. He must have opened and said, oh yeah? Put your hand. Reach your hand here, put it into my side. He was upset. God doesn't like unbelief. I mean, he came, and the first person he addressed was what Thomas. You love everybody, I just focused on Thomas. You now you said you will touch my, you had my hand, my hand, Abby. And my my hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Put on scripture Scripture Do not be what? Unbelieving But what? Believing It's time to believe Did you hear what I said? Listen guys, let's keep it simple Let's not get too complicated It's time to believe God Believe the word of God If you read it in the Bible Believe it If God speaks it to your spirit Believe it it may not make sense in the natural but don't worry, it will make sense eventually Amen and when it doesn't make sense like that and you're not sure what to do that's where you ask for wisdom Lord, show me how that's what happened to Mary Mary was like, okay, I'm supposed to have a baby I've not yet had any intercourse right?" so she was like, okay show me the mechanism so you're allowed to ask questions but not you're not allowed to say I will not believe Say amen. amen. So that's the first problem. That decision. The second problem is found in James. James 2. James 2 and 18. This is the second problem. Hallelujah. You see, the first is we have to make a decision to believe. The second is is found here. James 2:18. Give me New King James. You believe that there is one God, you do well. <laughs> go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. Uh, it says, go back go back to the beginning. I think it was, what verse did we just read now? Okay, go back to verse 18. Okay, that's fine, that's fine. Someone will say you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works. I will show you my faith by my works. Right? Next verse. Watch this. You believe that there is one God. You do well. Even the demons believe. And not only that, they what? They tremble. Alright? So even after you believe, there is still something that you must do. To do the works of God. Amen. Go ahead But do you want to know Oh foolish man That faith without works is dead Dead I don't care what kind of faith it is Whether it's human faith or God faith Without works it is dead What does that mean? Non-productive No results Alright Go ahead Was not Abraham our father justified by works When he offered Isaac his son on the altar See this kind of message uh, People who uh, who have a twisted understanding of grace will struggle with this because they mix up all kinds of works together. You know, there's works of the flesh, there's works of the law, but there's works of faith. We must do the works of faith to see the works of God. Hallelujah! Are you with me? This is not this is not a work of the flesh. Work of faith is not work of the flesh. And it's not a work of the law. It is a work that is based on what you believe. In other words, you did something about what you believed. Go back to the scripture. Was not Abraham a father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? Next verse. Do you see that faith was working together with his works? And by works, faith was made perfect. In other words, the works brought his faith to an end result to a completion his faith walk was not over until he did something about it amen next verse go ahead and the scripture was fulfilled which says Abraham believed God it was accounted to him for righteousness and he was called the friend of God next verse you see then that a man is justified by works now which kind of works is this works of what faith and not by faith only oh if all you did was believe and you didn't add works to it it's not enough to bring an end result go ahead likewise was not rehab the harlot also justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out another way next verse for as the body is dead as the body without the spirit is dead so faith without works is dead also so how dead is faith without works It's as dead as the body without the spirit a corpse. I don't know if you've met people who can quote scriptures, and they can quote scriptures, but nothing is happening. No results. It stinks. Hallelujah. That's what a corpse does. It stinks. They will quote and quote and quote and quote but nothing is happening. Why? Because they're not stepping out on what they believe. So they're in the realm of the spirit. There's a stink. Dead body. It's a corpse. Hallelujah! It's time to do something. I don't know what you wanted me to tell you, but let me tell you again: It's time for you to do something. Tell your neighbor, do something. Hallelujah! But it's not just something. It is something based on what faith. And like, like you heard Pastor what you teach already, this faith is not just abstract. The Lord speaks things to us. The Remma Hallelujah. But when you hear that rema, believe it. Glory to God. And then you must do something. You must step out. And listen. You know, there's always an initial step to take. You may not take that step that you're looking at over there. But there's a step you can take right now. Do something. Hallelujah. Look at... What I'm going to do, and I'll do that maybe uh, tonight and tomorrow, I'm going to talk about the actions of faith. There are three main actions of faith that we all have to align ourselves to. Number one is mental. There's a mental action. There's actually a mental action. When you have heard the word of God and you have believed it, you must put your mind to work. There was a time we were told that you should not bring your mind when it concerns your faith work. I have found that it was a wrong teaching, you know? hallelujah! Because God gave your mind for, for a reason. Yes, Am I correct? Your mind must become part of your faith equation. And I'll talk about that later. So, number one is mental action, number two is verbal action, and then number three is physical action. That's movement, there must be a movement so but it starts where the mind you get the mind in alignment with god's word then you get your words in alignment with god's word and then you move sometimes people move without mental and verbal alignment so your movement doesn't last no endurance because as you're moving there will be opposition there will be challenges that come when you're moving and when you come across those challenges you better have the right mindset and you better have the right words ammunition so that when the devil speaks you speak back hallelujah the devil says you will not make it say i have made it already i have made it hallelujah so so there must be alignment before you start moving so that you finish your movement glory to jesus John 14 12. Works. It's time for works. This is your year of works. Yes. Great works. Great works. Exploits. Say amen. You are going to do the impossible in 2024. What people call impossible, you are going to do it in 2024, yes. and you will do it with ease, you will do it with grace. Yes. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. John 14:12. Most assuredly I say to you, He who believes in me, the works you can't avoid the works. The works that I do, he will do also. And what? Greater works than these. He will do. Because I go to my father. Greater works than what was possible before his redemptive work. Greater works. Because we now have the faith of God. So we have no excuse. Hallelujah. Just start from somewhere. Amen. Sometimes our plans are too complex. Yeah. And then we go into paralysis. I call it the... Paralysis of analysis You analyze and analyze And analyze until you are paralyzed <laughs> And you can be like that for five years So you come back to Wolfbeck And hear another word of God I get excited Then you go home and start to analyze You see you must analyze in alignment With the Holy Ghost God says come and reason with me So it's not wrong to analyze But analyze properly Analyze according to revelation Are you getting my point? Or else your analysis can take you away from the word of God. Acts 14. I'll use this to close. Verse 7. Acts 14 verse 7. Hallelujah. Acts 14 verse 7. And they were preaching the gospel there. Now where is there? It doesn't matter. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter. As long as they were doing what? Preaching the gospel. That means the light is shining. That means God's righteousness has been what? Revealed. That means faith substance has been released. You see, there's faith nature, then there's faith substance. Faith substance is the, is the information that you hear according to God's righteousness. So that's what was happening here, wherever it was. Right now, it is here. Wolfbeck. Hallelujah. It's here in Wolfbeck. Glory to God. The gospel is The gospel light is on now. Throughout this week, the light is bright. The light is bright. You better be attentive. Be attentive. Watch this. In Lystra, a man, a certain man without strength in his feet was sitting. A cripple from his mother's womb. Who had never walked? This information is important. They're trying to show us the extent of the miracle by showing us the extent of the man's problem. This man has been like this since he was born. You can't just walk. How many of you just got out of your mother's womb and started walking? If it's you, raise your hand. Come on, come on, come on. We need to, we need to check you up. Hallelujah! You have to go through milestones. You have to sit. With support, sit without support, you have to crawl with support, crawl without support, you have to stand with support. Your muscles were being formed, your nerves, your brain. It took a process. So this man has never walked, he has never gone through the milestones. Never. He doesn't know how to walk in his brain. Doesn't know how to walk. You know, for you to walk, your brain is walking. There's a balancing that comes because of your brain. Hallelujah. Now, watch this in Lystra. This man heard Paul speaking. Paul, observing him intently and seeing that the man had faith to be healed, just like Pastor Paju said, you will see it. There's an expression, there's a way your face will change, there's a way the eye will light up. You know, somebody's picked up something. Glory to God! Like like many of you, I can see your eyes, you're picking up something. Glory to God! Say, amen. Amen. Now, watch this. Paul knew. The man had faith to be healed, but was still crippled. He was still crippled, but he had faith to be healed. So, we must go beyond faith. Something was missing. It wasn't faith. It was something else. Hallelujah. And I can tell you, in this man's case, right, it wasn't even his mental action. Because I consider the way the man was looking at Paul, his mind is working. There was an action that was necessary for him to connect to that power. Amen. Look at this. That's why Paul had to help him. Paul said with a loud voice, Stand up straight on your feet. Paul shouted. Sometimes you have to shout as a preacher because there are many voices people are contending with. Do you understand my point? So sometimes that's why we shout. That's why you will not die, you will live. Why? Because they're telling you you will die. And so we have to sometimes push that voice away. So Paul, with a loud voice, shouted, Stand up straight on your feet. What a ridiculous instruction. To a man that has never walked in his life, how? Paul knew there's something about this guy. This guy's faith has put him in alignment with God's power. So Paul knew, before this man can analyze too much, let me help him. Stand up! He shouted. So you can imagine the man, he didn't have time to analyze too much. So what? Look what happened. I love this guy. They said stand up. He didn't stand up. He went beyond the faith of Paul. Come on somebody. Am I in the right house here? You see, what Paul saw... Was different from what the man saw. Paul saw the man standing up, which was a great miracle, but the man saw more than that. What the man saw while Paul was preaching, the man saw himself jumping up and walking. Hallelujah! Shout amen! And as soon as the man added action to his faith, miracle, there's an action you must take. Hallelujah! I was going to do this tonight but let me do it quickly now Stand up, if you have any pain in your body Stand up quickly, just stand up quickly Any pain Anywhere you are, you have pain in your body Stand up All right. If you have any sickness diagnosed Or you just know about it There's no pain but you have Some kind of sickness diagnosed, stand up as well Do you believe? Answer me Do you believe? Hallelujah now angels are here now The angels of God are here And they're going to walk with all of us I'm going to give you an instruction As you do it, the angels will move Say amen, amen. If you believe me, you'll do it Say amen. Oh. amen Are you ready? Your pain is about to go Forevermore Your sickness is about to leave your body Forevermore That affliction will leave you and will not come back again do you believe what I'm saying? You're going to start 2024 with a fresh lease. Are you ready? I'm going to ask you to jump up eight times. You're going to jump up after eight times. You will shout, Hallelujah! And you will notice a, a, a shift has taken place. Are you ready? Are you ready? Do you believe? At the count of three one, two, three, go! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Shout! 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 Just be silent for 30 seconds Just be silent He's walking He's walking He's walking The pain is going Just be silent Thank you Lord Okay now lift your hands And thank him Thank him Thank him Thank him Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. If you've had a chronic situation, thank him now. Thank him. Thank him. That is over. My time is up. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, please do me a favor. It's good to share your testimonies. If you notice, there's no pain in your body. You notice any change in your body? Please meet some of the ushers, the ushers. Altar call. Yeah, just come a bit, come a bit forward. Come a bit forward so we can see you. Don't go like that, please. Come and meet him afterwards and tell him what the Lord has done for you. God bless you. God bless you. Clap your hands and.